Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Ladies Power Lunch Show. Shaniel is our special guest today. She's a therapist and she's also a really, really amazing motivational coach. And she's here to talk to us today about how even in adversity, even in times when it doesn't look all that great, we can still have abundance. We can still grow our businesses. We can still see the results that we're looking for in our lives. Shaniel, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And will you share with everybody who you are and what you do? Well, thank you, Dr. Davia, for having me. I am Chanel. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, like you said, a motivational speaker and coach, and the founder of an amazing, thriving practice called Healing Springs Wellness, where we offer mental health counseling, nutrition, and holistic wellness services. So we have an amazing team of 10 therapists, and we're still growing. So our impact is just amazing in the community. And Shaniel, you've manifested this outstanding practice. You had this dream. It was born at a time for you, perhaps when things weren't going that well. And even over the last few years, you've had a lot of things show up in your life that weren't the best. I mean, you lost a really, really dear family member. At the same time, you were having your baby and we were right in the middle of COVID. It was a lot going on, but you were still able to rise above all that and to create this beautiful, amazing practice, not only financially thriving, but also bringing together amazing therapists, amazing healthcare providers to support your community. Can you share with us, what's the key to really growing even when things aren't going well? Well, I think it goes back to your why and your vision. Um, One of the things that like when you were talking, I remember in grad school doing my, I think it was my, my second vision board. And I remember finding a picture of like a therapist standing at the door and she had a line of people wrapped around. And I remember putting my last name and saying it was my practice and that's what I would have. (laughs) And, you know, 10 years later, look at this, we have the calls are just coming in and we just keep on attracting amazing clinicians to support the vision. Um, So just going back to that why and that undeniable knowing. um, And, you know, I did lose my mom around the time that I was starting to grow the business and hire. And I would say that um, she's always been my cheerleader. She has taught me to be confident and was just the person that said, I believe in you no matter what you do. So losing her, you know, um, right in the midst of starting this business was hard. But I anchor into the fact that she is still divinely guiding, divinely guiding me and is still my cheerleader in heaven. So through adversity, I still go back to that. Like, I know I'm here to leave an impact in the world and really help people grow. I love that. You talk a little bit about the things that you need to do to prioritize your self-care in order to achieve the growth markers that you're looking to achieve. And you mentioned that, one, you have to prioritize yourself. 
A lot of people might look at that and think of that as being selfish. Can you make that distinction for us? Help us to understand what it really means to prioritize yourself. Yeah, I mean, this may sound cliche, but they always give that like the example of being on the airplane and having to put your oxygen on first. (laughs) Right. And then you put on your loved ones. And it's so important because if you're run down, if you're burnt out, there's no way that you can pour into other people. There is no way that you will pour into your passion. Right. So self-care isn't just painting your nails and taking a bubble bath, but it's really taking those intentional steps for your health, for your spirituality, and to cultivate your relationships, right? So that's so important. And I have been in a lot of different um, workplaces where I have seen people burnt out in different um, industries, especially mental health. Um, and there's they're no good for themselves and they're no good um, for others, right? So even at my practice at Healing Springs, that is in the forefront of our values. Our therapists, it's like a safe haven here to be able to take care of yourself because I know once you do that, you will pour back in to the community. And so that is a huge value. Um, And that's why I attract a lot of therapists because they were on the brink of burnout and now they're here and they're thriving. That's beautiful. You talked too about having passions outside of your business. And I know for me, a lot of the times I look at the clock and it's like two o'clock in the morning and I'm still, I don't know, writing a chapter for my next book or doing something that is taking time away from the other things in my life, like my family and sleep. (laughs) Tell, Tell us a little bit about why it's important to have passions outside of our business and why it's also important to have some kind of spiritual touchstone. Mm-hmm. Um, the passions outside, I mean, I always said in the past life, <laughs> I probably was like a travel agent. I dabbled a little bit in um, event planning. So I love organizing events. So I do that. Like I'll plan fun things, um, barbecues, uh, little girls getaways. Um, and it just really just creates that excitement and something to look forward to. And I think of like a runner and that like endurance, right? Like you have to do things like to keep you going in your business. And so having that passion, excitement um, and being able to like sometimes pause and put away the business for even if it's a couple hours to be able to attend to those things and, you know, your relationships. So that's like something um, that's important. And, And spirituality is important um, I say for me, especially because that it cultivates that faith. It also helps you to like take pauses and get those divine downloads. I'm a very intuitive person. And so sometimes like if I'm not quiet and still, if I just keep on going, I can definitely tell like I'm not, I need to recalibrate and I get my best ideas and I'm the most creative when I'm tapping into my spirituality, praying, you know, having gratitude, um, meditating, like those things are so important to me. Um, And I think it's very important for other people to cultivate that as well. Those are outstanding recommendations, you know, being mindful in the moment, tuning into gratitude and being able to take time to recalibrate, rethink the thing that you're doing and recognizing that it's okay to pivot or pause. 
you talk about do's and don'ts for growing through adversity. And one of the things that you mentioned is that we need to set intention for what we want. I truly believe that. I believe if you don't know what you want, if you don't spend the time going deep with it and having some quiet contemplation, knowing exactly what it is that you want, if you don't know, how will you know if you have achieved it? So can you share a little bit about what that setting intention means for you and how you suggest we go about that? I love what you said. Like, if we don't know, then how do we know that we achieved it? I think that's so important because in this world, in society, we are just going, going, going. And sometimes we do it mindless, mindlessly. And then there's a lot of comparison. Like you want what the other person have, like you think that's good for you. Um, so really being able to like set the intention of really evaluate what you want, why you're doing this and what is the impact for you um, will help you to kind of tease out all those things, all the like um, external things, right? Like being able to go in um, internally and just make sure that it's in alignment with you because it's easy to just keep on, you know, moving at a really fast pace. And you're just like, life has just passed me by and it's, it still is not pro providing me the satisfaction. Right. Um, so that's, it's really important to set that intention, have the vision and those benchmarks. And that's where the gratitude comes in because those pauses and reflecting and knowing what you have, um, really does anchor you into that. You talk a lot, Shanyal, about paying attention to mindset. Mm -hmm. It's a broad topic, really, really broad. But when it comes to growing, even in difficult times, being a success in any kind of season, how does mindset play into all of that? Mindset for me is really being able to like think about what are the quality of your thoughts? I encounter that a lot of people, especially women, say they want to dream big. Like they want to have a million dollars. Like it's usually the six figure buzz, you know, um, revenue. And I, I ask them, so you want that? Yes, yes, I deserve it. And then I'll say, okay, take a moment. And like, do you truly believe that you can have it? And there's a pause. And there's some doubt, right? And then they get the feedback in their body and they're like, oh my goodness, there's something there that's like where I'm questioning it, right? And a lot of people won't admit to that. And I think that's what we need to pay attention to is, is my mind and my body giving me feedback that might be like a limiting belief, might be trauma, right? Trauma comes up a lot, right? When you've experienced um, a lack or something that's happened in your life and it creates a lot of doubt, looks confidence, self-esteem issues, and that can impact your big, your dreams. So really being able to tone into the quality of your thoughts and that feedback will help you to figure out what parts of you that need to heal, because, you know, it's important to have that feedback. Yes, I, I can totally see how that would make perfect sense. And then you talk about taking actionable steps. So share how that's important. And perhaps maybe even share your story about how taking actionable steps made a difference for you as you were going through difficult times. 
Yes. So taking actionable steps is like huge when you have like this overarching goal, like, especially if you're like, I want to start a business. <laughs> and like, again, through the adversity, there's times that you may want to quit there, that doubt might seep in the naysayers will say that you can't do it, or it's unrealistic, right? All those things come up. Um, but breaking down that overarching goal to say, okay, I know today I need to, you know, connect with a couple of um, businesses or coaches, you know, to like make this dream come true. So really breaking down that big overarching goal into smaller steps. Sometimes that's like by quarter, could be by month. I, I'm looking at my vision board right now, and it's a monthly visual vision board that I've created to like have a visual of my goals that I'm achieving for the month. So things to kind of reinforce those things and keep us on track because it can become very overwhelming and you you know, doubt, procrastination, all those things may come in. Um, taking actionable steps means also who do I need in my corner to get me to the next level? I say that I would not be able to be here, here right now without having coaches and consultants that have done it, right? And can kind of give the shortcuts and, and hold me accountable um, to really be able to, you know, create the bigger vision. So it's really being able to look at everything and break it down, check those boxes when you complete it. Um, and it kind of gives you a little bit of pause to like where you're like, okay, I've achieved X, Y, and Z. Maybe I can pause. Maybe I can enjoy, you know, what I've already created. I like to pull cards too. And that's where, what I've been pulling lately is like, you work so hard. Now it's time to enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? So it's like being able to reflect back on those goals I've checked off and being able to take those intentional pauses as well. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you, you mentioned, don't force it, surrender to the outcome, allow things to unfold in divine timing, because forcing things results in limiting things. Say a little bit more about that. Yes. So I will talk about my love relationship. So when I um, finally decided that I wanted to meet my partner, and I see this a lot with ladies as well. Um, I was like, I set the intention and I made my list and everything. And then I was out everywhere. I'd be in the clubs and I'm like, is that my partner? Is that person? <laughs> I was just like not enjoying the moment and I was just forcing it, you know? And um, there are times that there were people that had red flags and I was kind of blinded by that because I was for forcing, you know, finding this partner. So I made the decision to just surrender. I'm like, you know what? When it's time, it will happen. And I found myself starting to enjoy the dates, um, enjoy being out, enjoy being single, enjoy my healing journey. Um, and I have to say, it didn't last that long because within like two months of surrendering, I found my life partner. You know, now he's, we've been together for 11 years and um, our anniversary, our wedding anniversaries um, coming up, the, the beginning of the month will be five years. So. I've learned that the hard way dating and I've used that technique to just kind of allow, like I did all the steps that I need to and not have that desperation energy because that desperation energy will make you feel overwhelmed, frustrated. So you want to just be able to just allow, right? Because sometimes the plan that you think is there 
Um, and that vision, like I said, God, universe, there's it's bigger, it's better, right? So let's just surrender and let all the things line up. I love that you qualify your previous recommendation of taking actionable steps with also allowing things to unfold because some of us could get caught up in that idea. Okay, I got to make it happen. I got to push. I got to just do it. You know, there's that sort of mentality and energy that's generally permeating the world. And I love, love, love that you recommend, yes, taking action steps. Yes, biting off just a little bit at a time and not getting overwhelmed by the large vision that you have, but being able to break it down into, okay, we're going to do this first. We're going to do this second. I have never met a spreadsheet that I don't love. Like I love (laughs) step-by-step method. Like I make lists, I do all the things. So this totally (laughs) it's with me, but I love that you, you, you challenge us to make sure that even though we are taking action, that we're taking action in a divine way and we're allowing divine to guide and just stepping back and seeing what's showing up. I love to tell people all the time. I sometimes feel like I just want to pull out my popcorn and just watch this movie (laughs) is my life. A lot of the times I could not make this stuff up. It's crazy how things happen. Yeah. And I think once you get like, I call it like building that manifesting muscle. Like once you like are feeling confident and knowing like, yeah, this will happen. Like things start to come with more ease, right? Things that you're just like, oh, I didn't even have to work that hard for that, right? It's just like being able to like manifest with ease, right? So it's really building that muscle and really being like, it's going to happen. And if it's not going to happen, then it wasn't for me. So that's how I surrender it lately, even with my um, office space. I, we're having our grand opening. We, we're going into a bigger office. And I remember loving the space. I didn't love one part of it. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. Like, I, you know, I need an office downstairs too. He's not offering that. I'm just going to leave it. A week later, comes back and was like, oh, a space opened up <laughs> downstairs. And I was like, see, if it was supposed to be for me, it would come, it'll come back. And it sure did. Right. So I'm at that point, like, if it's not, for me, then whatever. But if it is, it'll it'll come back, right? Or will happen. So that's what I. That's my new mindset. <laughs> I I absolutely absolutely adore that. That's so so interesting. You are one of our presenters, one of our workshop presenters on our upcoming Ladies Power Lunch Fall Summit. For those of you who are not as tuned in to Ladies Power Lunch, Ladies Power Lunch is a free movement for women who really believe in this idea that when we support each other, everybody wins. So it's a group of women who are just there saying, hey, how can I support you? How can I help you grow your business? But when everybody's saying that, then guess what? Everybody grows. It's sort of that rising tide lifting all boats scenario. So Ladies Power Lunch, twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall, we host a summit. And that's an opportunity for us to all get together in the room, and in the virtual room because we're in person and live stream and we just raise our vibrations. I tell people all the time, we just get together and have no content prepared and everybody would leave making more money because our vibrations would be so, so wonderfully 
you know, lifted. But the truth is we do prepare amazing content. And one of our outstanding facilitators is going to be Shaniel. She's also a contributor in the anthology that we're launching alongside our summit. Shaniel, why did you say yes to being a part of this upcoming production? Well, one, you just described it, just having like high vibing women leaders. And I just thought this was just in alignment. Um, and I just love the hierarchy uh, model of like being able to like um, lead in a heart centered way and your team being on the same level as you. And I think that's so important. And, and that's something that I cultivate in my team. Like we're all going to grow together. We're all going to be successful together. And we're creating the space that we in this relationship where we can share even in our the hardest times. Right. So I just love what, you know, this anthology is about and also the summit and just being able to learn from these amazing leaders. Um, it's so important to seeing that shift because I think people want more of that. They want more of that collaboration and creating that impact and the support. And that is definitely why we are successful in hiring and why we could continue to grow in, in, um, at Healing Springs. So, Shaniel, you're talking about this collaborative leading, this being the boss in a totally different way from the way that most of us learned leadership would look. Can you explain to us why that works so well for your practice and how that has contributed to the way that you've been able to grow? Yeah. So again, I know first how firsthand what it feels like to be burnt out. I also know firsthand how it feels to be micromanaged in a job and not appreciated. And I've always said to myself, that is not the leader that I want to be. So when I was creating the vision of Healing Springs and um, creating the vision of what my team would look like, it would be to create a safe haven for therapists to be able to like thrive, have the self-care and be passionate about the who they serve. And so whenever a therapist or wellness professional comes onto the team, I ask them, what, who are you most passionate with working with? Who do you want to work with? What's your ideal client? They get taken back. They're like, what? I have a choice because an agency, you get what you get. <laughs> um, and I asked them, what do you want your schedule to be with? Like, what do you want your schedule to be? So that allows for room for you to have a life outside of the practice. Um, and they, they get taken back by that too. So really being able to cultivate that and have help them to have choice. Because again, what you talked about having the overflow really helps to like create that impact and client satisfaction. I always tell my therapist, um, you always heard customers always right. You put the customers right um, before anyone else. And I say, no, fill yourself up, put yourself first. And then, you know, we will cultivate that in our clients. And that is just like a big shift. <laughs> and everyone's so supportive. And we're a family. You know, we go out, we have fun. We talk about our cases and um, like even just have time dedicated to case presentations. And sometimes I don't even show up. I have like another social worker that does the group supervision so that they can have a space to vent and deal with what, whatever in a safe way. Um, so just really cultivating that and it's been really successful um and people talk about a hiring job and i'm like i don't have a hiring job i, I had to pause my indeed <laughs> indeed um because we have such an abundance of like clinicians wanting that support 
I love that. What advice do you have for other entrepreneurs who want to invite team or who may already have team? What is your advice for embracing, practical advice for embracing this idea of collaborative leadership, hierarchy, as it's Mm -hmm. called, over the traditional hierarchical structure of leadership that we've become accustomed to? Well, one of the things I would say is really get to know the people that are on your team or the people that you're leading, right? Understand their pain points, understand their passions, right? Really get to know them as a person because that will cultivate a really good solid um, foundation. Um, I would also emphasize that you know yourself, you know your your strengths and your growth areas um, as a leader, right? Um, And being able to be like, transparent, authentic in that. Um, And I would say when you're marketing for your team, especially therapists, I would say really capitalize on those pain points um, in a way of like, we will help you to not feel burnout, whatever those pain points of the people that you're attracting, really speak to them. We talk about attracting our ideal clients, use the same technique to attract your ideal team members. Um, That's really important. Um, And what was the other question? I forgot. (laughs) Well, you know, people like to, I love to give everybody homework. I love to give them something actionable. One thing that they can do, they can practice this week in their business that can help them to grow and scale and be better. Mm -hmm. I would say, take a pause. I, you know, pause because I don't know about you, but since this pandemic has been going, people have been just going (laughs) and I'm like, we're in a pandemic or like maybe like in the middle of it now, but people are just going, going, going. I'm like, just pause and just think about where you're at. Think about that. You survived this. Think about like how you've grown your business and take a moment to think about where you want your business to go, right? Like being able to pause instead of always doing, um, we're always doing. So a pause is just nourishing to you and nourishing to your business. But how do we pause, Shaniel? How? That means being intentional and like, it could be, I have an accountability partner and my accountability partner knows like when I start getting irritated and I go like, I, I love inner child work, <laughs> but my, my entrepreneurial besties know if I'm like irritated, if I'm not texting her back, like certain things, she's going to call me and she's going to like, what is up? And I'm like, oh, she's so stressed out. And she'll say, let's go out to dinner. And I do the same thing with her. So having that accountability partner, but also the accountability for yourself. What is happening? What are you noticing in your body? What are you noticing? Are you feeling resentful about your business? Have you taken time to play? And if all those answers are no, then you need to like schedule that in your calendar (laughs) or tell your entrepreneur besties to call you and say, let's go. Like tomorrow we're going to the spa, like I'm pausing for the whole day and I am going to the spa in the Berkshires because I've been working for like two days nonstop. And I'm like, it's time to play and relax. (laughs) So you heard it here first, folks. You need to take over this next week, schedule it in, find a way. This is Shawnee's homework for you. Find a way to schedule it in 
and get some you time, get some downtime, spend some time in quiet contemplation. If you need to go to the spa, that's fine. If it means going out in nature, one of the things that I have found useful is making a list of things that are fun. Yeah. And guess what, guys? I have to make a list of things that are fun because two babies later, I kind of forgot what's fun for me because everything that I was doing was all baby fun, all kid related. But what are the things that me, Davia, as a grown up, mm. would appreciate? if there were no kids in the picture. I had to actually sit with pen to paper. So now that I have this list, I can pull from it and say, okay, going, driving down, taking a day and just driving down to the shoreline and walking on the beach. That's actually fun for me. I love that. off And feeling my feet in the sand is really, really invigorating for me. It might be different for somebody else, but it means a whole, whole lot for me. So that's your homework for this week, guys take some time for you and watch how just making those times in our schedules can really, really help us when it comes to manifesting the life that we want, manifesting the business that we want, even in times of adversity. Shania, it's been a super pleasure having you on the show. How can people find you when they're looking for you? You can find me on my website, chanilchamalau.com or social media. Chanil Chamalau is my Instagram handle um, and also my Facebook. Beautiful. And you have some wonderful things coming up that people are going to want to tune into you to check out. You're also going to be on Our Ladies Power Lunch Fall Summit. You're one of the best-selling authors in Our Ladies Power Lunch Fall Summit anthology called Ignite Your Leadership. You have so much amazing things going on. So I really want people to take the opportunity to tune in to you. Thanks, Shawnell, for joining us today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And I want to see you guys on the next show. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at YouTube www.ladiespowerlunch.com This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.